Welcome to Badass Body Workers. We are an empowering community of inspirational female body workers who help you overcome the fears, excuses, doubts, blocks, and obstacles in your way so you can create the prosperous business and fulfilling career that you deserve. Join me and my powerhouse colleagues to learn the secrets to success that you never learned in school so that you can thrive rather than just survive in the spa and wellness industry. We appreciate your support by subscribing and pushing play. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Hello, Rebecca. Good morning. Good morning to you. And I we are in the same time zone, right? Central time, but you're in Canada and I'm in the US. Is that right? I'm in California. California. Oh my gosh. So many different states and people I talk to, but we still talk to our awesome colleagues in Canada too. Anyways, uh, I want to introduce our amazing audience to this powerhouse of a woman and instructor, Razila. And she is the director and founder of Open Pathways. It's an institute for integrative massage and specializing in Eastern modalities and acupressure. She's been doing this for over 20 years and she's not slowing down anytime soon. And I was really interested in learning about her program and everything because I've always been interested in integrating Eastern modalities and Chinese medicine into my practice, especially since I specialize in fire cupping. And it's always intrigued me, but I never actually have dedicated like the time to take a full course. So I'm super excited to hear about all this, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you dive right in with a little bit more about your bio with anything I might have missed. And let's talk about this amazing course that you have. Thank you so much, Rebecca. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, yeah, this program I've developed has emerged out of over 30 years in the healing arts. And I started out as a massage therapist, but I always wanted to learn more. So I dove from Western massage into Eastern massage. And then I started to dive into herbology and aromatherapy. And I found myself integrating these approaches in my private practice. And that really is the foundation for the teaching in my in Open Pathways is this very integrative approach so that massage therapists have the opportunity to expand in their practice in beyond muscular therapy, beyond relaxation massage and, and into therapeutic work that's informed by the Eastern modalities. So Absolutely. I think it's so important for therapists to not just collect like CEU papers because their state forces them to, and then you get some, you know, quote unquote, low budget course that barely teaches you anything like any course that I've taken, I've taken because I've wanted to learn it. And that's why I'm able to just integrate so many different modalities into my practice. And at the end of the day, my clients, they really don't give a shit what the modality is called. If I'm doing Swedish or Thai or whatever, they don't care what they care about is results. And because of that, I'm able to really expand my knowledge continuously and focus on the education that will allow me to keep integrating other things besides you know, just what I've been exposed to. And that's how I'm able to get my clients results that they have and keep learning because it's, it's really like our career. It's never ending, right? We're always on a educational journey every single day. It's so true. I mean, we can learn about the body and different approaches to working with the body for the rest of our lives. There's so much to learn. Um, And I want to speak to something you said 
a few minutes ago when you were introducing me, Rebecca, that you've always wanted to learn about the Eastern modalities, but sometimes felt inhibited about doing a whole course. And that's part of what I want to speak to, because while it may sound very inhibiting, like, oh, Chinese medicine, I'm a massage therapist, I can't do that, or only acupuncturists can do that. Out of your scope. Right. Right. But it's not actually out of your scope. There's if you look back in the history of Chinese medicine, Chinese massage and acupressure actually predated acupuncture. And so we can use our hands to massage the meridians, to stimulate the points along the meridians. We can also use essential oils to stimulate points using aroma acutouch therapy, really matching the energetic of the oil to the energetic of the point. There's so many, there are so many tools that Chinese medicine provides for us that are completely within our scope of practice. And people think acupressure, they think usually it only means putting pressure on the points as in shiatsu, finger pressure massage, but actually Tuina, Chinese meridian massage is a form of acupressure. Jin Shin Do is a form of acupressure. Aroma acutouch therapy is a form of acupressure where I studied at the Acupressure Institute, there were at least a half a dozen acupressure modalities that we learned to incorporate. I remember um, my first ever trip to San Francisco, I got a massage at an outdoor flea market and it was in a tent. It was hot as fuck, but it was so good. And it was uh, Tweena. Mm. Like, oh my God, I've never experienced anything like this. I was drooling. I think it's the first time I've ever like actually drooled during a service. And I've always been interested. But also for, for the people that might have heard the word meridian, but don't quite understand what exactly that is, how would you explain that to somebody wanting to get a layman's terms overview of what a meridian is? Sure, sure. So from the Chinese perspective, you know, Chinese medicine developed in China at a time that Taoism was very influential. So from the Taoist perspective, which is the foundation or basis of Chinese medicine, there's the one, the Tao, and from the one begets the two, the yin and the yang, these two universal sources of energy or qi, life force energy that circulates through the body. So the meridians are energy pathways that circulate this life force energy. There are six yin meridians and six yang meridians, 12 meridians total that circulate on each side of the body. And I'm glad you asked about that, Rebecca, because that's really foundational to integrating Chinese medicine into your massage therapy practice is learning the meridian pathways, which may seem intimidating, but I give you a strong map uh, that you can integrate into your understanding of the body within a 24 hour course. And within that course, I also teach you potent points along the meridians. If you know the entry points, the exit points, the source points, the U points, and a few other potent points along each meridian, you are set to go. Really. It's like those, uh, those pressure points that always get you. There's always that, that one, there's one or two spots that you can release and then bam, it just sort of resets everything else. It's, it's so true. I mean, if you look at the meridian system as a whole, there's actually 352 acupressure points along all of the meridians, but 
Most acupuncturists, and this is also true of acupressurists, really have a repertoire of about 50 or 60 potent points that they use. There, there's um, a category of potent points in acupressure called the command points, which balance all five, all five elements in the body. Uh, that's a whole nother topic that I'd, I'd love to dive into. And balancing the elements is truly the foundation for health from the perspective of Chinese medicine. The elements that exist in nature also exist in each of us. It's a very um, holistic approach. We are not separate from nature, but very connected from nature. So if we can balance the energy of each of the elements within us and the doorway to balancing the elements is through the meridians, then that becomes from the perspective of Chinese medicine, the foundation for health and vitality and having good energy in your life. I remember one of my first ever, I guess, introductions to Chinese medicine um, was actually in massage. School. It, it wasn't in massage school, but it was whenever I was attending massage school, I got in a bad car accident. And then I went to an acupuncturist who was my teacher's son. And lo and behold, like, you know, he did acupuncture on me, cupping on me. He's the one who taught me how to do cupping 10 years ago. Uh -huh. And he also said, he's like, you have a lot of heat in your body. And I'm like, is it because I'm a redhead? And he's like, <laughs> no, he's like, it's, he was explaining to me what it felt to have like an overabundance of heat in your body. Like I had chronic acne. I was always sunburned, always highly irritable. I was, uh, just, uh, just overheating a lot. Like I, I would just have a quick temper and I'm like, uh -huh. Oh, I didn't under, like, it was just so curious to me that I could have so much of one element. So I started doing a little bit more research. And then during a, uh, a course in school, we had to do our Chinese zodiac and, and everything. And I'm like, oh, I'm a metal horse. That's cool. Let's find out what that means. And it's just so interesting to me. And it does feel a little foreign at first, especially whenever you're thrown into an Eastern modalities class, you know nothing about and you almost drop out of massage school because of it until your teacher begs you to stay because you're going to be a rock star at this one day. <laughs> it, it's yeah. very overwhelming. And, you know, I seriously almost quit massage school because of Eastern modalities, but looking at it, like you've laid it out, it makes it way more digestible and not so overwhelming and daunting. Yeah. What I try to do in my program is I break it down, Rebecca, into basic building blocks that that as you learn, you can build upon. And so in that way, it becomes very accessible and very digestible. Like I start the first course, I teach, I teach this program called Integrating Chinese Medicine into Massage Therapy. It's a 130 hour program, but it's broken down into six courses. And those six courses, like I just said, they build on each other. In the first course, you learn acupressure's potent points for calming complaints. So there you're getting already uh, like I said, 50 or 60 potent points, you're going to learn points for the most common things that you address in massage therapy. That could be shoulder neck tension, low back aches, sciatica, headaches, things like that. Then the next class, I give you the building blocks of Chinese medicine. I give you the 12 organ meridians and you learn to map the meridians along the body. And then we go into the five elements, which are a little different than what you were just referring to, Rebecca. The five elements are fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. 
And they're a little different. You were referring to the climates, just as the elements that exist in nature exist within each of us. The climates that exist in nature exist within which, ah, excuse me, within each of us. So there could be, like you were just saying, an overabundance of heat. Someone could run very cold. And once you learn about it, it actually makes so much common sense because heat in the body shows up as redness. It tends to heat in nature rises, right? We all know that heat rises, heat in the body rises. So it tends to give us um, blockages or imbalances in the upper body, like redness in the face or headaches or hot temperedness. Um, anyway, getting back to the program, we start with acupressure's potent points, then meridians, then the five elements, and then we bring in the essential oils and how to use the essential oils on the acupressure points to stimulate the points. And then I have a whole course that's just devoted to the nervous system because, hey, what else are massage therapists doing? We're, we consider ourselves really specialists in calming the nervous system. If you look at the nervous system from the perspective of Chinese medicine, it's very interesting. A tense nervous system is constrained qi and a weak nervous system is deficient qi. So we look at all the ways a constrained qi shows up in the body. It could be shoulder neck tension or headaches or digestive tension or menstrual cramps. And then we look at all the ways deficient qi shows up in the body and that could be fatigue or weak immunity or scanty periods. And then we learn aroma acutouch sequences. So that would be essential oils on acupressure points to address each of these nervous system imbalances. So it gives us a doorway to work with the nervous system in a much more um, specific and also deeper way than we might learn in say Swedish massage or other modalities that we get at massage school. I remember, um, what was it about like a month ago, I think, uh, and you do these on a regular basis, like a uh, little short CEU online webinars yes. and I remember attending the one you, the last one you did, um, or it might not have been the last one, but the aromatherapy one. Yes. And, and even before we started the class, like you started off with like a meditation and stretching and I was like, shit, this is so good already. Every class, actually, I start off with doing some kind of embodiment practice, whether it be stretching, tracing, or massaging the meridians on yourself, holding points on yourself, or meditating. Um, it's so, so important, Rebecca. I'm sure you know this. I'm speaking, I'm chanting to the choir how important it is for massage therapists to take care of their own body and regenerate their own chi because if we're not feeling abundant in our chi, if we're not feeling strong and vital, how can we be there for our clients? Right. And I've learned like, so I travel a lot and <clears throat> lately I have been in Louisiana and Texas, which is primarily where I'm stationed, my home base. It is so freaking hot. I mean, like up in the upper nineties and a hundreds, it's disgusting, but I, you know, I can't, eat a lot of spicy foods in the summer because it upsets me, but I love yeah. spicy foods, you know, and I had to eat, like I eat way more um, like cucumbers and salads during the summer trying to eat like light and like opposite of what the climate currently feels like. Like that's my basic practice of Chinese medicine, knowing yeah. only knowing like what I know about it. Cause obviously I haven't taken any in-depth stuff, but it helps out a lot. Just 
how you feel and how you're functioning throughout the day to just be a little bit more aware. Yeah, just bringing these little practices into the day to attend to our um, tendency towards imbalance. Like as you spoke of, you tend towards heat, internal heat. And so you're sensitive to the external heat and then bringing in, like you said, cooling foods like cucumbers are cooling, yogurt's cooling, tofu um, is cooling, any salad of course is cooling, but also bringing in cooling essential oils and cooling herbs. Some of the essential oils that are more cooling are the lemony oils or the green oils or the rooty oils. Those are the three fragrance categories that tend to be more keep cooling. So when we talk about foods and oils and herbs in the course, we do it from the perspective of Chinese medicine, how they affect the energy in the body. So we talk about how, for example, essential oils move the chi in the body, but also what are their energetics? Are they warming? Are they cooling? Do they dry dampness? Do they, um, or, you know, do they uh, bring dampness where maybe there's too much dryness? And that's really important to understand is that, that these underlying energetics that you're addressing when you are working with a client, I uh, teach a very comprehensive intake to my students so that they get the whole picture when they're working with the client. And so they're not just working with the physical body, but also the energetics, also emotionally, spiritually addressing the whole being. Oh, absolutely. Especially with the amount of clients that I see, you know, most of them are regulars and I've seen them for years and there'll be you know, moments like seasons of the year where they're working out really, really hard and their needs are completely different than if they are taking a rest period or if they're all of a sudden working from home, you know, or if they're going through a divorce, like there's just so much shit going on with my clients all the time. And it's never just one thing. People are always like, my neck is so tight. I must be the worst one. Right. I'm like, everyone's the worst one because everyone thinks that they have the worst knots ever because you know, they're just so hyper aware of all the stress and anxiety they feel every day, but they're not tuning into everything else around them. Yeah. Yeah. And all of the factors in our lives, whether they be stress factors or the opposite, um, affect our being and our nervous system. And so, you know, the, from the perspective of Chinese medicine, we're always moving towards balance, balancing the chi flow through the body, balancing the yin and the yang, balancing the elements. And balance, it's really easy to think of as this static state. Oh, once we achieve balance, then we'll be healthy. Or once we achieve balance, then we'll be happy. But there is no static state of balance. Even uh, the metaphor I use is if you go into a balance pose in yoga, such as tree pose, even if your balance is really good one day, there are still minute adjustments that your foot is always making, shifting slightly to the right, slightly to the left to maintain that balance. But then sometimes we're feeling less balanced and we shift more to the right and more to the left. Sometimes we totally lose our balance. So it's just a matter of relativity. relativity. Um, and that's the same with our health. We're always moving in and out of balance sometimes a little bit, sometimes a lot. 
And then how we take care of ourselves, whether it be with the foods that we eat, the oils that we're using, the types of massage that we get, um, this is what helps us bring us back to balance. And it's just being aware of what our body needs constantly and it's changing to come back to balance. That's beautiful. And I think so many of these applications obviously can be used for ourselves uh, and not just for our clients. And I'm seeing like a trend in the massage industry. You know, people are wanting to now do more holistic approaches and programs and offerings for their clients. It's not just massage anymore. Maybe they're adding in Oracle readings or, you know, a a Chinese uh, health consult, or maybe they're adding in acupressure or, you know, like a biomatter, like compression boots. There's so many different things now that we can do to achieve our client's goals. And I think this is one of the like most applicable things to both our clients and our ourselves that we could possibly do. Sure. Sure. And I like what you said a minute ago, Rebecca, about how we can use these tools, not just for our clients, but for ourselves. And I'm a firm believer that we need to start with ourselves and bring ourselves back to balance. Because if we know how these modalities and these techniques influence our energy, if we understand how they make us feel from the inside out, then we know how to apply them when it's appropriate and with whom. With our clients, if we, we need to be our own testimony to the work and really feel the benefits to really understand how to apply it, I yeah. believe. Yeah. And it sounds like there's a lot of like really good examples in critical thinking and thinking beyond your comfort zone too in your class, which is not something we ever learn in massage school, really. We just learn the basics to have like a crumbly foundation until we start to build a stronger foundation and then build up everything we else we need to have a successful career in practice and bodies. Yes. So, yeah. So I do have a question for you because this obviously gets asked all the time. And let's talk about the continuing education credits that are approved by the, uh, all the, all the letters, all the NCBT letters. Yeah. The national certification board for therapeutic massage and body work. It's a, it's a mouthful. I am an approved CEU provider with the national certification board. And so, um, I can provide CEUs to people in any state. My courses right now are online. I, um, I've been teaching online for the past year and find that teaching acupressure, essential oils, even bringing in a little bit of herb information works really well online. Students start out by working on themselves, finding points on themselves, doing acupressure sequences or aroma acupressure sequences on themselves. And then I often ask people if we're online to bring somebody to class, maybe somebody in their household to work on. Some of the modalities I teach uh, at in-person retreats now that we can be in person again, uh, maybe the state that you reside in, you are always able to be in person, but in-person learning did close down here in California for a while. But uh, I do have in-person retreats scheduled for the more hands-on intensive classes like learning Twena, learning table shiatsu. I really want to see your body in relation to the table because body mechanics are so foundational to doing those um, techniques successfully. So some stuff I do save for in-person, but there's so much that you can learn online. The foundations, like I said, those first three courses where you're learning 
the potent points, the meridian pathways, and the five elements theory work really well online. So your class online, it is about 130 hours. Can you break that down for us? Like, how are the meetings like once a week? Like, how are everything sure. should as this online. So what can potential students expect from your curriculum and how to manage their time around it? Sure. So um, I really try to make it manageable for someone that's even working full time. The 130 hour program online is nine months and we meet once a week for class. This next program that's starting on September 11th is going to be meeting on Thursdays from 4.30 to 7 California or Pacific time. So um, we meet for two and a half hours every week. I ask you to practice on yourself regularly and practice on one other person during the week in between class, just to reinforce what you're learning. Um, and those weekly meetings go on for nine months. And of course we usually skip a week if it's a holiday or something like that. And then there's a one week in-person retreat for people that live really far away from California, it you know it's optional. You can use the materials that I teach you online, the acupressure points, the meridians, the elements. You can integrate that into a Western massage. But if you want to learn the Eastern massage modalities, Twina and Shiatsu, then we do that at the one-week in-person retreat. So that's actually an, an eight-day retreat, and we meet uh, every day. So I feel like spreading it out over nine months makes it really um, accessible for people that are working full time and it gives you a lot of time to digest the material. So it's less overwhelming. Absolutely. That sounds so incredible. Like I would totally fly out to California. That sounds amazing. I've, like I said, I've had Twina on my list of things to learn for a long time and you had mentioned like body mechanics and that's important to me too because I have EDS so I feel like every time I take a class I'm the oddball out in the class and nobody wants to guinea pig on me or everyone does because you know my hypermobility but it makes it hard for me to uh to utilize whatever I'm learning sometimes because I'll get a flare-up out of the blue for no fucking reason and it's complicated learning how to like manage my own body whenever I'm trying to manage someone else's. So that's something I know I could become a little bit more hyper aware and intuitive about. And that's good that you keep an eye on that too, because a lot, um, a lot of teachers don't. I keep a very close eye on body mechanics. You know, you probably know this, Rebecca, because you've been in the field for a long time, but the number one reason why people leave the field and often within the first two years is because of repetitive strain injury. And so we really need to be mindful of how we take care of our bodies. And the way I teach body mechanics, I really teach it as a mindfulness practice. So it's about embodiment um, and it's core, it's foundational to doing these practices. I'm seeing the time, Rebecca, and I, I know we have a few more minutes, but I do wanna take a minute to let um, our listeners know how they can find out more about my programs if they're interested. My website is www.openpathwaysmassage.com. Openpathwaysmassage is all one word.com. And we will put all the links in the show notes. So it's easy for clickability. 
Awesome. That's perfect, Rebecca. Is there anything else you want to, uh, any other information you'd like before we wrap up here? Sure. So I actually had briefly mentioned that uh, quickie little CE uh, course that you did online. And I know that you do them on a similar, on a semi-regular basis. Is that something that our listeners can find on your website as well when you're doing those? Yes, absolutely. It's always on the homepage of my website. And uh, I have a Facebook group, Open Pathways Integrative Massage. I post there. Uh, and and I post on Badass Body Workers, your wonderful Facebook group. Um, so there's a number of places people can see it. I just did this last week a couple of those, what you're referring to, my um, free introductory workshops. I do them once every two or three months. It's a two-hour workshop. I do offer CEUs, and it gives you an introduction. A, to- little, a little tease, a little taster. Yeah, it's a little tease, but it also, it, it, it goes into some of the things we talked about where we, you know, we start to, to find potent points on ourselves and we start to use oils on the points and um, it gives you some really practical skills because what I teach in those introductory workshops are the source points for the 12 organ meridians and those are balancing points for the meridians. They're very potent balancing points. That's amazing. I'm so excited for all of our colleagues and friends and everything to check out all this juicy stuff you've been working on and so glad that it's CEU approved because I'm going to be honest, I fucking hate it teaching CEUs. I hate it going through the process. I'm such a rogue rebel. I just kind of like go off on my own. <laughs> you know? uh-huh, uh-huh. I hear you. I, I mean, I just have such a passion for teaching. You know, it's, it's definitely my calling and, um, I so appreciate Rebecca, you having me here today and giving me a chance to talk with you about the things that I find so fascinating, integrating Chinese medicine into massage therapy. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course. And you're not the only one that finds it fascinating. I know so many of our listeners are going to hop right on your website and check out what this is because it's just I mean, it's perfect divine timing, y'all, like, especially during this pandemic, like we need more tools and skills in our tool belt and you can find them all at the links below. Y'all have a wonderful and very, very abundant day. Thank you, Rebecca. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. Okay, badasses, that's what I have for you today. If you have any other tips or tricks or ideas, please be sure to send them over to me at badassbodyworkers at gmail.com or send me a voice memo on Facebook.